Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. I think the best thing about a koozie is it keeps like the condensation off the out- outside of the can. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Yeah, you don't can, try you it till you've had it. This is episode 91 of the Friends and Rivals podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. Joining me each week are... Stephen Woach to it, and I'm I'm on a real heater here. Bill Fouchere, and I found my bottle opener. See, I told you I had it with me. <laughs> Nick Larita, not quite as drunk as Bill <laughs> yet. Why what, is, what is it called, Bill? I think he stumbled over the bottle opener. Bottle. Why does Why does Bill's bottle opener look like a butt plug? Uh, is it? Is it a can? Oh, it's a lighthouse. Oh, it's a lighthouse. Oh, oh, a, oh if, if you show us the other side, it doesn't look like a lighthouse. Also, what is shaped like a little penis? What 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 am I gonna do? It's just a bottle uh, opener. Uh, if you haven't figured this out yet, Billy is on a uh, on a stupor this evening. He uh, he gave up his drinking day to do the leaves on his lawn yesterday and promised us drunk Bill. So this should and be- I did, I did yard delivered. work sober. That sucked doing yard work sober. So I'm enjoying myself and I'm off the rest of the week and I'm. Let's go. Let's do this. Uh, no, like Steve said, and you delivered, unlike other people who make promises and don't yeah, deliver. Still, Nick, still yeah, hairy as can be. Still hairy on your face, Nick. Who those guys. Nick. All right. We are going to start off with Riddles with Ryan tonight. Woo! Yeah, Ryan. All right. Get go, in here. Ryan. Matt, you want talking to here? The microphone. But that's, that's a little too close. Hi. 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 What's up, buddy? To invest in, I just want to say this: if there's anything to invest in, it's the friend and rivals koozies. Yeah, there you go. man. Yeah, friends Nothing and rivals the koozie. That's the only thing. Friends and rivals the koozie. Brian has spoken. Okay, tonight's riddle. I just want to give a quick shout out to cooking with Chef Johnny Schwa. Why you're you're asking Uncle John? So <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. This is from my this kid, his segment is sponsored. He he went out and got his own sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Do I have to write a jingle? That's amazing. Yes, exactly. Listen, this kid gets it. Wow. So shout out to <laughs> Cook. Really? He gave me a riddle and I called him to me like 10 good for, minutes ago. Good for you. To it, good so for you, it. Brian. He said I could. Oh boy. So All go right, subscribe away. to Cooking with Chef Johnny Schwa. On that's on on the YouTube. Okay. He's even better than Chef. This is from my D. uncle John. <laughs> yes, he is. I have 99 keys and no doors. Mm. What am I? Hey, put that phone no. away. Steve, put your phone down. My phone is watching the game. I'm seam ripping. It's in the dang hat. Are you a Z song? Yeah, you put the answer in the hat. Is it a xylophone? Is it a xylophone? It's not a xylophone. How about a harpsichord? No. Are you an accordion? It is an instrument. Are you because of the Because of the Weird Al movie, I'm going to say you're an accordion. No. 99 keys and you know what? Do you know what an accordion is? No. Okay. And a Billy ain't one. Whack, whack. If there's, I have my money on Uncle Nick tonight. What? 
You don't know what an oh, accord an accordion is an is a oh. piano that you wear on your stomach. You see, you he, but Uncle Nick will say the answer and nobody will hear him. <laughs> That's true. It's the other way around. No, he graves. He doesn't hear us <laughs> say things. <laughs> That's right. So I don't know if I should count it. No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Not until someone says the actual thing. They somebody this is this is Harkness trivia pursuit rules. Somebody said the answer in the sentence. Still did they phrase it as a question? It was Adam Graves, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uncle Billy said Adam Graves. Was Adam Graves? But how was it not Adam Graves? God, it's a musical instrument. Is it the flute? No. Oh, no, so you got the wrong, it, right family. The piccolo. It's a smaller flute. No. No? Those Is are it, like, those are wind things. Wind instruments. The, you, a keys, flute is not a woodwind, Billy. The flute is not a woodwind. Is I don't know the, necessarily what it is, but it's not a woodwind. It's a, it's a brass. Is it a trumpet? It's not, it's not a brass. Hey, Siri. No, 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 no. What family oh, of instruments does the... Flute. The flute. Hey Siri, what family of instruments does the flute go in? Just like Did a typical broad, no answer. Come on. Woodwind. It's a shut up. It is not a woodwind. Siri? I told you. Yeah. That's what I said. The wind is a musical instrument of the woodwind family. No, but you need a, at least some sort of wood in there. A reed. Because there's a reed. reed. Right, yeah, thank exactly. you. Exactly. Dummy. Yes. Well, yeah, that's what goes in the flute, stupid. Okay. There's no reed in the flute? Yes. Of course there is. What? Where? What did you think there was? Where do, you, where do you think it goes? I mean, the mouthpiece, I oh, get wait, that. But is there really, you really have, you put a reed in there? It's uh, a piano. Oh, yeah. It's a piano, by the way. But a piano has 88 keys. It's piano, right? And it's just piano, right? Hey, Uncle Nick got it right. I think I a think piano's I... got the eighty-eight keys. What? No, Adam Graves, baby. No, but if you go back and rewind, Reven did say a piano on a belly or something like that. He used piano in a sentence. Yeah, and then I was, just was... said piano before Uncle Nick said it. He was describing what an accordion is. Listen, the co-host is the second owner of the podcast. In the Harkness rulebook, I am the co-host. Goodbye. I am the second. I am the helper. Helper makes the rules. Can you mute Uncle Nick wins tonight. A piano has 88 keys, not 90. Ryan is the best Harkness tonight. Stop. By far. Say goodbye. Later, buddy. Goodbye, Ryan. Good job, Brian. Good job. Appreciate you, Ryan. Ryan. We'll have to work on you. Okay, that's great. We're not complaining. Well, your your best, Uncle Nick. <laughs> Good job, Uncle Nick. I like how your mini me is just it just he just he's just like you. Oh, he's exactly he's, like Tom. Oh my it's, god. It's incredible. Like, right yeah, down to the ears. Well, he's he got those same up? dumbo ears. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> that's good Overstaying is welcome. Of- so well. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Harkness rules. Was that? Oh, the, you like the Harkness Speaking rules? Speaking of Harkness <laughs> rules, you remember when we did a Star Wars trivial pursuit one day and, and you and I were on a team together and we answered Luke and your brother wouldn't give us the answer because it was Luke Skywalker? <laughs> That's correct. Wow. We only said Luke. 
in Jeopardy, typically you don't say the first name. If you say the first name, they require you to say the last name. But if you say the last Not name and the answer, there you have it. All right, let's go to uh, Friends and Rivals, The Cup. Do we like that one? And listen, it's better than the four podcasters, one cup. I mean, as, as much as I enjoyed watching that video, um, <clears throat> I think we got to kind of keep okay. it a little, little PG. Little All right. PG. Oh, sure. But okay. the big news is I'm finally out of the fucking basement. Oh, congratulations. Who's in the basement now? You. What? Ah! Get out of here. No, you have 147 points with 509 games played. I'm at 149 points with 514 games. Oh, these are games remaining. I'm sorry. Remaining. 514 remaining. games on, remaining. I so I got, I got a whole bunch of game in hands on you. The Rangers fucking suck. That's what. That's where I went wrong. Trade them. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. Do you want to trade the Rangers for the Penguins? <laughs> uh, no, actually, I do not. I will trade you, though, the Rangers for somebody, though. Who I got? I'm not making another trade right now. You're, you're, you're trying to yeah. take advantage of Oh, you're of trying to take advantage of him. Yeah. Wow, get the guy all liquored up and then tell him you'll give him the Coyotes for the Rangers. Yeah. No, I would. I would. Let's do the when we said the Calgary Flames. I'm not in any condition to make any agreements to a trade at this moment. It would be irresponsible to my to my uh, fantasy uh, teams. Actually, I don't know if I want to, to make that trade. No, make a trade under the influence. Actually, I don't know if I want to. No, I, it's I think it's the Avalanche who are, are coming up that are getting me some points, and obviously the fucking Devils. But and they'll get you another two to nine Devils. Yay! As We're they all are so happy. Five to two. Ugh. All right, Nick is still fucking running away with this thing. He's oh, Nick thirty is, points clear of Nick is seven. way gone, man. Forget, forget catching Nick. Anybody? What's it gonna take? Yeah, what's how 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 much of a slump are his teams gonna have to go into? It would be of course, really a battle for last place anyway. Boston and Vegas, right? Would have to like completely take a nosedive. Boston, uh, Vegas, Leafs all have to start to suck. I got the Carolina. Re- I was I was the Carolina Reapers, and you also have Carolina, Jesus. Carolina, Seattle, and the Isles. Isles are right now the kind of uh, they're on, they're in the eleventh position in points right now. So, have Boston Ooh, or man. Vegas lost a game like in the last three weeks? <laughs> Not much, man. Boston sixteen and two is of yesterday, and then Vegas is uh, fourteen and four and one. Um, I didn't look at this. I think Boston's winning tonight. Um, from what I saw, yeah, I think they won. No, they're not. They haven't won yet. They're still. They're winning. Should be close. five to three. Should be five close. to three over Tampa. Eight minutes to go. Uh, I don't know if Nick, well, you, you realize you have two teams playing. in the last twenty some odd teams. You have two teams. Where we are, we're all averaging at least three or four. You have two. I'm so glad we yeah. didn't put any, you know, bet anything for the winner on this <sighs> one. Thank God. Oh, yeah. It'll be over already. Only the loser has a consequence. Yeah, I was going to say, St. Louis. Climb out of that. That's no problem. St. Louis was my only draft pick that uh, hasn't panned out. And they, I picked them 12th. They're 19th right now, but they're, they're coming back around. 
But uh, I was going to say, if you looked at the draft picks, Tom has picked three, all three of the, 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 the worst teams currently. Unfortunately for Bill, his hatred for his own team resulted in him trading his team away for a lot of centers who have just been terrible. Basically, yeah, but they the kept second, playing the Devils. They're going to be fine. <laughs> worst team right now, and Pittsburgh's in the middle of the, of the standings. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that turns out. But Bill, but just Tom, like man, that, Robbie Cano trade. Tom has picked uh, only the Devils. Really keeping Tom in this game right now. Well, I mean, listen, the Avalanche have only played sixteen games. That's true, and they're playing well. Obviously, yes. they're Colorado, but uh, that's you need. You need that. You need. Uh, you need some help from the Calgary. With the, yeah, I think I'll get that. A little, a little low, but I think I should be doing better. I think I'll eventually get that. But it's Friends gonna be the Penguins, the, yeah. the Avalanche, and the Devils that keep my uh, keep me afloat. I think realistically, I have to have some teams start to suck, and that's that's problematic for you guys right now. We'll see. We'll see how Seattle, if Seattle, Toronto, and the Isles, if they can maintain their their, their play, that's going to be the interesting thing. I think Toronto, Toronto can. I bet you two of, two of them can. I don't know if Seattle can keep it up, but I think the other two I don't can. Know. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I think you have better odds of clinching the win before the All-Star break than those teams kind of sucking. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. And look, if anything crazy happens, like the Devils winning – 13 games in a row, you know, I'm sure we can see some crazy shit happen. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Well, at least I'm not in last place. That's all that matters. Good job, Bill. Nice job, buddy. I'm confident. I won't be here for long. For now. I mean, I can't compete what, with Nick. What do you Nick, mean you're but, not going to be but, here for long? I can't compete with Nick, but the two other stooges in this race, I'm going to catch you guys. Don't worry about that. Well, I think he meant in the contest, not in like life. <laughs> i don't know i think he can still outrun me even in his drunken stupid stupor right now i think he can still catch me he's uh he's not as slow as people may think no he no he's it's very deceiving all right let's go to uh ride the metro sponsored by nestle quick hello boys and girls do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance Of everyone, all preference We're all quick on the inside Anyway Nestle Quick, it does the trick And this week, uh, the Islanders are in the leadoff spot They have a little, little tough time on their little road trip, Ooh. aren't they? Yeah, uh, 0-2, since uh, I was going to consider the Ottawa game really last week since we, we talked about it. Uh, the game ended at 5, like, before the podcast even started. <laughs> so, it started off on a good good note, being 1-0 on the on the four-game road trip. And uh, last two games, uh, we're in both games. Uh, oh, but well, uh, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. that was the apparently the Hall of Fame game. 
That's why it was on uh, at 5 uh, There you go. All right. Yeah. Makes a little sense. I, I didn't realize that they did that. Hmm. Neither did I or anybody else, really. I didn't realize <laughs> that they played early. Yeah, that's weird. It didn't really good job marketing it. Um anywho, uh so yeah, two games. Uh first game in the the this week was uh Nashville. Uh try again, Isles pulling their 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 favorite move and just, you know, Going into the third period behind, uh, they were down, uh, what, four to two? Uh, tied, made it four three. Uh, quickly uh, got another goal. The Nationals turned around, scored a goal. Uh, Isles got back within one and then just couldn't tie it up. Um, looked pretty good in the third period again. You know, they out hit the shit out of the, the, the Predators two to one in, in hits. Um, but Preds played pretty good. Uh, play good D and they were able to just uh, keep the aisles from roaring back in that third period. Um, look, I, I would think I was texting during this game that, you know, I was like, Oh, here we fucking go again. Like they just keep doing it. Keep playing this game. They, they just start coming out of nowhere and playing well in the third period. Um, but you, it's not sustainable in my opinion. You can't just keep doing that. And uh, this, this kind of road trip uh, had two of those moments. The other moment was in um, the second game with Dallas. Um, the one good thing in Dallas game was uh, that Barzal scored twice in the first two goals of the season. Um, so that was, uh, it was nice to see him score some goals. He really wanted to get one of those, you know, at least one goal off his back, obviously. Um, but what's kind of shitty was that after a second goal, with under a minute later, not even a minute later, 30 seconds, 40 seconds later, Dallas scored tied up um, in the second period. And it was a very tight game, really, that first two periods until the third period. Uh, Dallas got a goal um, midway through, and then Isles just couldn't convert on some chances. They had, I, I think it was something stupid, like five or six posts. Um, they just, they were outplaying Dallas uh, quite a bit, but they couldn't get the goal. And uh, eventually, uh, it was like almost like oh, about 16 minutes into the game, the third or so, it was, uh, it was a quick face-off, quick turnaround shot. Uh, the, uh, I think it was Varley was in that for like, this game um, and uh, just no chance. And that was it. Once they got two goal lead, couldn't really that late in the game. It was pretty much over. Um, so yeah, they, uh, they came out of those two games losses, but Dallas has been playing really well. Um, you know, they've, uh, they've actually been, um, they've been, been up there in the, in the standings. They're tops of the, in the, in the, the central right now. Um, but Isles are playing pretty good. They were playing pretty good against them. I felt pretty good about watching that game. Really sucks that they couldn't convert goals, hit a lot of posts, and just didn't um didn't couldn't put them away. Um, and then obviously the Nashville game was not not the best, but uh, in the sense that they they really did the same kind of uh, thing they've been doing with this uh, late late uh, late game of heroics. But anyway, uh, any case, the last game of the road trip is tonight. Them uh, trailing right now two to one to Toronto in Toronto. Um, it's been a pretty competitive game, but they're, they're in third period now down a goal. So it's that time <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, but, uh, anywho, uh, outside of that, uh, you know, it's been, um, pretty, pretty slow week, I guess, realistically, just those two games. Um, Barzal, like I mentioned, got his, uh, his, uh, two goals. Uh, there's been some, you know, with the, the, in tonight's game and you know this this week there's been they've been trying to um 
looks like there, there, there's some line changes going off Lambert, uh, moving some of the, moving defense around and some of the uh, forward lines, trying to get some, um, I guess, just some consistency to the team. Um, and uh, Josh Bailey back in the lineup tonight. He's been scratched a few games this season. Um, so that's been interesting to watch. Uh, they've had, you know, uh, Ross Johnson in for him, which has been, I don't know. He's okay. I, I, he, him and Martin could be, you know, can switch at this point, but like two of them on the ice the same, or in the lab at the same time to me, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Bailey was a healthy, um, healthy scratch again last week. A uh, couple games. Yeah. Both games this week, I believe he was, he was a, a scratch. So they've been scratching him back and forth. Um, you know, I don't know what the deal is with that. They're not really saying specifically if it's just, they don't like what they're seeing or whatever. Um, but, uh, Seems like he's in Lambert's doghouse a little bit. I think it's been one one po- one poster I know I had seen mentioned that he only had like a couple hits in the last few games he's played, which is not really the Isles kind of style. And maybe that's kind of telling the story a little bit of about how um, maybe what's going into that that thought process. Maybe he's just not not seeing the kind of like the the full commit to the, the games the team does re- really rely on being physical and in, you know, in your face, but Hey, uh, we'll see. Uh, interesting note. There was also a shit ton of, um, uh, uh, scouts tonight at the game, Toronto in the house, which to me is interesting because who are they scouting? I mean, both teams are good teams. So is there some note, something out there for either team that they're trying to, you know, sell some things, some pieces. I don't know, but, uh, it was quite a few, you know, on Twitter, there was quite a few, um, different teams out there. So, scouting tonight's game. But that's one of those things. Maybe they're all meeting in Toronto or something. Who knows? Maybe we read into it too much. But, uh, and he knows. Who knows? So, uh, next week, Isles have a few games. They got uh, finally back at home uh, against Edmonton on Wednesday with an, a doubleheader with Columbus away on Friday and then uh, Philadelphia at home on Saturday. So a little bit of a, a, a come down here. Um, they'll have one more game of, uh, the following week against against Philly at, at Philly. So it'd basically be like a, a home at home, um, a couple of days apart. But uh, yeah, so this has been uh, nice to see come back a little. The Edmonton's a good team, but uh, I think um, they'll have a little bit of a lesser opponents coming in, going to play against Columbus and Philly. So we'll four very four very winnable games coming up for sure. Yeah, I think so. So the uh, the Rangers are 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 also on a road trip. They went one zero and one last week with games against Seattle and San Jose. And uh, we'll we'll start um, we'll start in the Seattle game. Jared McCann scored his fifth goal against Igor Shosturkin in four games. Wow. Um, it's it, it's un, it's unbelievable. If any East Coast teams face the Rangers in the playoffs, and Seattle kind of shits the bed in the second half of the season, misses the playoffs. I think Go that's get the kind of guy you want to get for sure. Um, but you know their inability to clear the puck on on that goal, um, it was really what what led to it. Mika Zibanejad, another power play goal, seventh tied for first in the NHL with Connor McDavid. Now has ten goals on the season. He's had a a really good solid start to the season uh the force overtime as uh trocek scores his sixth on the power play with under two minutes to go 
Um, my eyelids were extremely heavy, but mm. I heard everything. These uh, these these late games were really tough, man. Yeah. Um, the old the older you get, the tougher these late games get, man. I tell you. <clears throat> um, but uh, Schultz, um, Jimmy Schultz, shaking it. Uh, second of the game in OT. In OT, gave Seattle a three to two win. Uh, the Rangers do get a point. You know, listen, Igor was was solid again. Um, the Rangers were were hurting on draws, forty five percent, and uh, trailed in shots, thirty two thirty. But it was a um, it was a pretty even game in the end. Uh, going to the Sharks game, probably the more consistent game, most consistent game for the Rangers have played all season. Forty three shots on goal, um, faceoff percentage of forty percent. I think faceoffs are are certainly be- becoming an issue, especially on the power play. Listen, you lose a faceoff uh, to start the power play, the puck is cleared. And now you're starting every power play, you know, 25 seconds already burnt. Um, so it's definitely affecting your power play. But the story of this game was goaltending. Igor versus uh, Reimer. And uh, they were both excellent. Uh, only giving up one goal apiece. And uh, Gauthier with deflection, uh, deflection pass. Reimer made it one nothing. Fox added an empty net. Sharks did score 15 seconds left to spoil Igor's shutout. But the Rangers do get the, uh, the 2-1 win and two very important points so a, a trend is developing uh rangers play is terribly inconsistent with the exception of the sharks game so you know hockey is a 60 minute game not sure if you all knew that what yeah i i know i was i was shocked to hear it uh, but scary. let me describe some of the rangers games this season right flat first period dominate the second period get out played in the third or you know you come out and dominate the first take a shit in the second period split the third and lose an ot it's pretty much the blueprint for the Rangers this season play. They need to play a 60 minute game uh, like they did in San Jose and you win more games. It's just, it's simple. Uh, Get consistent. And a way to get consistent is to get better balance as a team. The Rangers are not a balanced team at all. Um, They're trying to force the Panarin and Trocek marriage. And it's just, it's just not working. At least in my eyes, it's just not working. Panarin's getting Panarin and Trocek are both getting the kind of their points on the power play. Um, you know, we discussed this earlier in the year and then Panarin went on kind of a scoring spree. Uh, but after that, it really hasn't done anything and put any streaks together, uh, since then. And, and he's a superstar on this team and he has to play like, he has to play like one because he's being paid like one. Um, listen, another way, a way to get better balance on this team would be to, uh, to split up, uh, bread and Trocek, make Panarin a mainstay on Mika's left wing. And uh, and put Kreider with Trotrek, put Lafreniere with with uh, with Trotrek and Kreider, and put Kako on the right side of Mika and Brett. This will promote better balance and put those high picks on the top lines to give them a little bit more uh, offensive punts and a little bit a little bit more offensive chances. Um, give them more time than just one game too, right? Because the last time Gallant did this, it didn't last you know but two periods before he went back to the old way. Um, but you, you got to get those players um, and split them up a little bit because I just don't think the, the Panarin Trocheck thing is working. Um, just curious. Um, just curious to know if they're, if they're showcasing Gauthier um, to get his trade value up. Kratsoff have been cleared and, and scratched in the past couple of games. Um, and if you're going to continue to sit them, then a change, then a change needs to be happening. Same thing with Reeves. You know, the bottom six is just as much as question as the top six. Uh, Gallant and Drury need to make some decisions as of tomorrow night uh, or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this, probably tomorrow night. 
um, against the Kings. That will be the quarter mark of the season uh, for the Rangers. And Goche is now at a point where he would need to clear waivers again to be sent down. In my opinion, he doesn't clear waivers as of right now. Um, also, allow me to second guess jury here. Who would you rather have on this team? Kratzoff, who always gets hurt and can't take a hit, or Brennan Offman, who can play a physical game and had a little scoring touch in the preseason? Just a question. Second but, guy. The second yeah, guy. Exactly. And, and they're making about the same amount of money. Um, I think Offman has more of a bonus structure to his, to his contract. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just to, to, uh, to put his contract off of off another year, but I don't know. This Kratzoff thing just doesn't seem like it's working right now and he can't get into the lineup. So if they are willing to adjust the lines uh, to improve the balance, then, then fine. But if they don't, then a move, a move needs to be made. And, you know, thinking about, thinking about something, you know, adding Frank Petrano back. Anaheim's a shit team right now. And you know what? He is good value. Two years left at 3.65 per year with a 50% retention. That's only a million eight uh, per year. And you can offer up Reeves to clear the space if you want, if Anaheim would take him. That would definitely clear the, the, the cap space for Petrano and then give him a choice between Hayek and, and Gauthier. Uh, and Colorado's third uh, next year. If that doesn't do it, um, maybe you you uh, you put Kratz off in there. Um, maybe you do that to begin with, just so he can get some playing time and a chance on another team. And maybe Anaheim will go on that because there's a little bit more upside with Kratz off. But Vetrano was was part of your offensive, your top offensive line in the playoffs last year, um, and he worked well with with Kreider and and Mika. So if you're not going to make those changes, at least get somebody who can play with those guys. Um, and, and, you know, what else? You're, not, you're also not sacrificing any of your top young players in that, in that deal. Only Kratzoff. So not, not really a big deal. But that's, that's not a bad way to promote better balance at, at, a, at a salary value uh, with a player that you know will work on one of your top lines. So this week you got the Kings, as I mentioned earlier. And the, uh, the aforementioned Ducks in a back-to-back Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, you got to think Igor Halak split those games. Uh, and then home against the Oilers on Saturday afternoon be- before a shutout, uh, a showdown rather, with the hottest <laughs> team in the league on, um, on Monday uh, when we record. So, Bill, Penguins, they got a thousand reasons to be thankful this past week, right? Oh, oh is it time for the Penguins update? Come on, I just gave what, cool. what a segue. I gave yeah, you a thousand man. reasons to be thankful. A thousand reasons, because I think that's in reference to Malkin's a thousandth game that he played oh, against Chicago shit. last I night. I forgot we got him drunk tonight. Nothing oh, gets by God. this fucking guy when he's oh, drinking. Yeah, nothing man. gets got by him drunk him. tonight. Oh, shit. But look, hey, look, look, though, look, I, I was thinking about the Penguins this week, and good. And they've, good. Been, they've been winning a, a few games, right? So I was inspired. Like I, I had an idea, but but it was really like divine inspiration that like after the penguins had such a good week, I, I decided that I was gonna do this update in the form of a poem, man. I was gonna do a poem for the penguins because they're winners now, right? So so here I'm gonna I'm gonna treat you guys. Get ready. I was published in my literary review. For my college, <laughs> what 
why is that laughing like that when i was a senior in college i got published so i'm a published poet because you're so drunk you're... and you're making fun of me this is tom is loving this <laughs> so you are in for a treat okay so without further ado i'm going to start now there's my been a lot of ado already so <laughs> the pens are here they're severe and they won't disappear this week began with a pens <laughs> their homeland hosting the Maple Leafs, who are a bunch of queefs. Tavares started the scoring. He really is not boring. It was a goal number 400 for his career, not in one game, because that would be a record. Celebrate JT with a beer. After that, there were no Maple Leafs to scored. The Leafs went on to pound the Penguins 5-2. to two. The Penguins' effort widely regarded as poo. Crosby's line was a minus four. Brian Rust was shown the door as the lineup change was needed and Carter Kell was restored. Off to Minnesota to play the wild. The game itself was anything but mild. The Pens went up 2-0 and then went full send, but the wild tied up in the space of 12 seconds. Latang broke the tie in the power play and Crosby seemingly put it away, but shortly, but a shorty by... Erickson Eck made the Penguins go, what the heck? And the Wilds say, today's our day, but Brock McGinn sniped a biggie. Gensel added an empty, and Dumba scored in garbage time to make the margin seem more fine. Pens won 6-4. Jari played like a $12 whore. The Penguins and Carter, the, the Malkin and Carter line flopped, but Crosby and Bluger were tops. On to Lusapeg, they play the Red Hot Jets, 8-1-1 one, one in their prior 10 for, the, for Winnipeg. One of the strongest home teams in the league and the Penguins with road fatigue. What will happen, you shout? How about a shutout? Jari finally shows up and plays like there was, like there's balls under that cup. Jason Zucker's third period goal gave the Penguins their soul. A pair of empties closed it out. And that's what I'm talking about. 3-0, Penguins win. Let the winning streak begin. The following day, the Penguins visited Chicago, where past success is a major no-go. Last win in the Windy City was when Obama just took office. And even though this was Geno Malkin's 1,000th game, the Penguins were started out pretty lame. Outshot 16-8 to in the in period one. Somehow, Casey DeSmith did manage to stun Patrick Kane and company, who ended the period down one. Period two, the Penguins soared pretty well for a flightless bird. Two quick goals and the Blackhawks feeling like turds. But down 3-0, they did the one thing that any team does, which was come back and make the Penguins feel like scuzz. I might have made up that word because it rhymes, but the point is that the Penguins held, had a hell of a time dealing with the speed and the power, which killed from a Chicago team on an obvious rebuild. But Sid the Kid Tusher put the team on his back, scored the game winner from his road trip point stack. Ten points from Sid on a three-game road trip, a flood of points erupted from what would have been a slow drip. The Penguins now have won three in a row. Not as good as the Devils, I know, but worth a poem. Better than one, better than the one that we got last week, because nope. I'm more talented at writing than that Devils fan geek. Nope. <laughs> that's also a six game road winning streak 
I believe or believe it or not, well, six games without a loss, I should say. Believe it or not, for a Penguins team that everyone, including me, thought was left for dead and doomed for the bowels of the Eastern Conference, please make this poem stop. Steve, how did your Devils do? Is, is that the transition we're going with? Hell yeah. Gonna, okay. Uh, you can't I pay for like, a better transition, Steve. I feel like fun. after the hour and a half poem we just sat through, I've got to do a little bit quicker recap. Uh, 3-0, and obviously, uh, unbeaten. Quite the streak they're on now, 13 games after tonight's win. Wins this week against Montreal, Toronto in overtime in Ottawa. And I think the real theme this week has been just not not giving the other team any time and space with the puck, not giving them odd man rushes, um, just stymieing them, uh, stymieing their breakout uh, has been the the theme so far. Um, I just want to touch really on something Heischer said after the last game. Um, he said, quote, we know it's early in the year. We don't want to hype this up too much. We want to stay steady and improve our game to be a better team. And I think that's his style of leadership. I not really being rah-rah guy, but trying to keep everybody even keel, enjoy the streak, but know that it's not going to, you know, we still got to get better as the season goes on. Even if we're winning games, we still have to do the little things better. So. Um, they are the first team to sweep both the Western Canadian swing and the Eastern Canadian swing in the same season. Um, they're already at 55% of their point total from last year. I think they didn't reach this mark until this point total mark until like late January last year. So obviously everything's going great in devil's land. Um, Edmonton tonight win Toronto on Wednesday, Buffalo at Buffalo on Friday with like a weird eight o'clock start time. I don't know why. Uh, and then Washington Saturday, Washington was the last team that they lost to. They're there because the, uh, NHL has the Thanksgiving showdown between the, the Penguins and the Flyers. It starts at five 30. So I think all games because that's a nationally televised game. Oh, okay. I think they're trying to do every game after that, probably at eight, because the Rangers have a, uh, no, the Rangers have a, a one o'clock game. I think maybe the Islanders have a, a game. Yeah, the Islanders are But they're just trying to clear, clear the way for o'clock. that national. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it Makes cool. sense. It's Buffalo. Who gives a fuck? <clears throat> Buffalo, that's it. Who gives a fuck? That's it. I, I got I to cut my time short here because of old long-winded Bill. I I was inspired to write. Yeah, were you? I mean, were you inspired? I, just, I, I was inspired by the way the Bengals have been playing, and I gotta <laughs> write a poem because I've I've got to make fun of my friend Steve. <laughs> it's a three-game winning streak. I can't. I can't it's a, they're on a winning streak, you fucking jerk! I wrote a poem because they're on wings. I don't know why you guys didn't like it. I wrote a poem. You can't outword Smith Billy. Come on, you know that. No, I mean, <laughs> you know if you were going to do something like that, he was going to have a response. Bill, Bill is the king of saying something that could be said in 10 words. He uses 150. As he offers more color. For as introverted as Bill really is, 
when he, when when fingers touch keyboard, it that all goes away. A hundred percent. You you caught me. I I know I did. I I was there. I saw it. <laughs> you are pretty recommended that I come and drink it. So that's and, what I did. And what do you now want me to do? and 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 now it's time for trivia with Bill. Yuck. Now this is the wrong Bill. <laughs> or like yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, <laughs> I want to say I'm not sick yet. The, Call me back in like three hours. Um, but uh, the I thought that this, three this hours. was a, a really interesting question because I it was really weird. Okay, How so, many beers so, did Gordy Howe have? A lot. When both the Buffalo Sabres and Vancouver Canucks entered the NHL in, two, in 1970, sorry, how did the league determine which team made the first pick in the entry draft? I didn't know Rock, paper, scissor. No, it was even more, more dumb. Alphabetical it rock, order. It was even more dumb than nope. that. It was a coin flip. Nope. No. It was not really? a coin flip. It, it was a coin flip between who came in with the Ducks and, and the Panthers. They, the Anaheim Ducks and the Florida Panthers that year, they had a coin flip. Well, that makes and, sense. and if but they did that now, it would have been nine, sponsored in the 1970s. <laughs> yeah. What do you think would sponsor a coin flip? A bank. Uh, I guess. Wells Fargo presents. Um, presents. Did they play tic tac toe? <laughs> or tic tac doe, as I like to call it? Oh, no, they, sir. That was they the thumb way. wrestled. Oh, that would be awesome. I on the school bus all the time. Thumb wrestling sponsored by Isotoners. What was his name? Uh, well, that's the thing that's weird because, like, we would thumb wrestle on the bus, and and our and our bus driver would yell at us for being, uh, yeah, I can't even say the word. Really? Anymore. Yeah, yeah. The bus driver Half would yell at you for there. being really. Yeah. Then and then yeah. he would they go would try and pray the gate. Whoa! Wow! Oh my God! <laughs> Which um, one are you gonna bleep out? Ball or? Was it? Was it a? Was it a Jello wrestling match? Did they have a Jello wrestling match to determine uh, the winner? They did not. No, that was not. What Bill Cosby was the ring announcer. Um, I think this is one where maybe maybe would be good if I if I uh, did the multiple choice. No, no, no! I don't think we're. I don't think we're. At I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're. Okay, okay. Jesus Christ! Uh, Did they go by whoever had the cooler uh, state flag? No, no, they did not. Did they have a dunk contest? <laughs> no, they did. No, no, Spud Webb. Uh, none of them uh, brought him in as a ringer. No, 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 no dunk contest. Oh, oh, yeah, they did the um, the the target shooting. You know how they have in the All Star game where they have the uh, the targets and the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, four yeah, corners yeah. of the goal. They had a, they had hit, hit the targets in four shots, right? This was 1970. No, they had not even targets still existed in 1970. No, they did not. No, they were not doing target shooting in 1970. I'm sorry to tell you. How about uh, paintball? Did they do like a paintball competition? 
No, sir. It was not paintball. Oh, that had to be laser tag then. Nope. Nope. Lasers. I mean, they, Star, Star Wars hadn't even come out yet. Not even the first one mm. in 1970. No, no lasers. Did they do a Rochambeau? No and no. Heck, Damn. what did you, Bryce Chambeau? Ro, ro, Rochambeau. It's like a kick in the balls. Rochambeau is. Taking each other the balls. Ah, oh, nice. In turns. Did did one of them look at at the other one and go odds or evens? Arm wrestling uh, contest. No, no, no odds or evens. No, no, that was not it. Nope. Drinking nope, contest. Nope. Did they did they do it via one potato, two potato? Oh, I remember those days. That's how, like, you would determine who was it. Yes. In, uh, in, in on the playground. Yeah. No, that's not how they did it. No. Bummer. Did they? Did they play a game of spin the bottle? Ooh, that just made my. I just moved a little bit, even even thinking about that. Uh, no, it was not spin the bottle. Seven what minutes in heaven. What was his name? Mm. <laughs> Eddie Alts. Um. <laughs> Did they have a drinking contest? Was it a drinking competition, like beer pong or something? Nice. No, not a drinking competition. This was like an official NHL like event. So, like, no, I don't think speed skate. Did they do a, a speed like uh, who was the fastest skater? No, no, they did not. Nope. Negatory. It's between the Buffalo Sabres. This was, and this was an Canucks. official. You're saying an official NHL event? Yes, sir. Yep. How they determined which would get the first pick in the entry draft. Yep. It was a high diving contest. No, it was not. Uh, oh boy. Did, did it was did they did they see who could tread water the longest on an NHL rink after it melted? No. Um you got to go in the deep end. It's a swim club. Uh, ice was the ice. I think we covered this in an earlier trivia question. The ice was only three quarters of an inch Four thick. Inch so thick. We're not talking about like getting up to your like chest in water or anything like that, even. So uh, no, that's not how it happened. Oh, they had they, did they have a drag race? Uh, that was big in the seventies. Big queen in the seventies. Where you mean Drop like a dra- the fucking a drag- bandana and you gun it? Uh, actually, cliff. no, neither one of them. No. It was the seventies. So did they see who could smoke the most marijuana? Uh, Mary Jane. Mm. No, they didn't. It was not a, a Mary Jane smoking contest. No, sir. I got. Oh, I, they, they, Do they. You guys want the the the, the no the, no they, the they melted the ice. No, Bill, we're trying they, to make they, this as long as your stupid poem. They they got a, a person. They go on someone else's shoulder and they had chicken fights. No, no, I don't even. I don't think I could quite wrap my like head around Nick's what you were not just guessing saying. Anything? Nick looks so bored. Look at him. Was this like <laughs> they they just start doing? Sorry, and I was. This is a tight game. I'm. You guys are going off forever. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, have, have you uh, ever, you ever, you ever listened to the pocket? No, I don't. No, I live it. First day. Uh, is it was a, a measuring contest of of wills or or appendages or penises, dicks or yeah. appendages? No. Uh oh. Someone, Someone has started sharing his screen. Sharing his screen. Um, but we haven't answered the question yet. All right, what's multiple choice, Bill? Let's go. All right, yeah, all right, we'll go multiple. Multiple choice. Two knuckleheads okay. will go forever. A tickets were drawn out of a hat. B 
a dart was thrown at a giant dartboard. Ooh. C, a giant wheel was spun. Or Ooh. D, Is a player good? got injured. I, I, I like the got injured? thing. I like the dartboard thing. I like the, the wheel thing. Board? I feel like that 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 would have been you know seen on any. Steve local... got it. Steve got it. The I wheel. Can't... Totally a Steve boardwalk wheel, game. Baby. They're both wow. boardwalk the games. Giant actually, wheel was fun. Woo! We're done. All right, that Nick. Was, that was good. That was good. <laughs> and and now it's time for impressions with Nick. Fucking great. Ladies and gentlemen, the Friends of Rolls podcast. Ready for the fastest two minutes of this Type 45 show? It's the 20 points of power play. Rules are simple. Group is two minutes to guess a famous player, coach, front office, or any famous person associated with one of the four friends and rivals' favorite teams. The group can ask up to 20 questions or rapid fire. Our host Nick fails horribly at answering and keeping track of any questions asked, especially for anybody named Adam Graves. Answers will only come in the form of yes or no. Make a final guess once I hit 20 questions with a power play as inspired. If the group is successful, they win for the week and avoid shame for unable to win at a children's game. And away we go. Alright, Bill, you're 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 the drunkest. You can start. Go. Is it Walt Padovni? No. Oh, shit. Is this player associated with the Rangers? Yes. Yes. Could be. Huh. Could be one of those multiple teams. People. Yeah. Was this person also associated with the Pittsburgh Penguins? Yes. I got it. I think I got it. Is it Ulfi Samuelson? No. Is it Yarmir Yager? No. Oh. Is it Luke Robitaille? No. Is it Kevin Stevens? No. Is it Sergei Zubov? No. Is it Mike Rupp? No. That's a lot of players. Is it, <laughs> I don't think I know anymore. Is it Bill yeah. Guerin? I, he wasn't a Ranger, was no. he? Is it Bill, Bill Guerin? No. Is it Al Kovalev? No. Ooh. Is this player Canadian? No. Zub- did Zuboff play? Marty's for both? Marty Shraka. Yeah, we got it on number 13. Woo! Nice, Tom! <laughs> Marty Shraka. That's a that's a cross-ice. You just buried a cross-ice feed on that one. That is a that is an Alex Ovechkin slapper. That's because the fucking record. Yeah, Marty Straka played for three of our teams. He played for Rangers, Isles, and Penguins, although most of his time, over 400 games with Penguins. He did play 20 games with the Isles. Um, You know, it was not not (laughs) during a trade, uh, I guess, if I remember correctly, but uh, because it was 95-96. And he played with the Rangers for three seasons. So Fuck that um, Matty Martin COVID motherfucker. He was was a good player for the Rangers. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Nice job, Tom. We really did come up with a fucking good list, though. That was that was actually coherent. I'm actually surprised. What Billy was was actually coherent? I was too. No, you had actual (laughs) guesses. Great job.
I would have never remembered Straka though. That was a good one. Steve had the best question. Was he Canadian? Because that was a good question. That did he's not, then that that puts a lot of guys out. Does limit. Yeah, but does limit I don't know percent. if I knew anybody else after that. Well, oh, no, yeah, Peter Nedved. Yeah. Hmm. He doesn't count though. All right, let's go this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Yeah. This one, this one brings us to the year of our Lord, two thousand and sixteen. Two thousand sixteen. Pray for us with this with this segment, please. Please be a decent segment this time. The year of our Lord. What are we putting our dick in what, today? What yeah, page man. should I open my hymnal to? That's Billy. we're gonna have a change in name of this. Well done. Uh, it's gonna be a completely different segment. Fourth. August four. Actually, August. I, I vote. I vote that we we separate the segment, Steve's stomach, and then Tom's perverted, weird, fucking whatever. I don't know what the hell to call it. Why? I'm with Nick. That's, oh, I can see this guy's fucking face right uh, now. Jesus Christ. We're already, we're already past. Steve, it's already. Don't even, don't even have to, I don't even have to tell you what I had. Put the book away. He's already, he's already given us the, the. Oh, my God. Uh, granola bar <laughs> for breakfast, uh, Shake Shack, cheeseburger, cheese fries, and a Coke Zero. 30 minutes on the elliptical. Steak and potatoes with corn at Tom's house. Tom makes the most delicious steak ever. Ever. Uh, Coke Zero on the side. Nice. Why did you pick August 4th, 2016? What did this disgusting old human being do? Look at this guy, huh? <laughs> this guy. A man was arrested Friday for having inappropriate relations with a goat on Friday, according to the Paulding County Sheriff's Office. Freddie Ratz <laughs> Wadsworth of Douglasville was charged with bestiality. Deputies said that they responded to a report of an incident uh, or, or, or a report of indecent exposure um, along with Peggy Met oh, along Peggy Meadows Way. I thought that was a woman in the story. <laughs> What would a woman be doing in this story? No way. Wait, did the goat call the cops? Yeah. Uh, no, neighbors told deputies they saw a man performing a sexual act with a goat. Deputies later determined Wadsworth was responsible. I mean, look at the guy. Uh, he was. Yeah, he looks like he drinks bourbon and and fucking drinks beer all day. Right. He was arrested and booked into hey, the Paulding County Jail. There he is. He is going to haunt wow. your dreams. Maybe we can get the like uh, marketing gonna, department. Be honest. To, uh, I don't know if the marketing department will stoop that low. Looks like Bill after three bourbons. You're <laughs> that does look like off. me. That does look like me in about 15 years. Yeah. Freddie. Shit. Who am I talking Wadsworth. about? That looks like me in five years. 15 years. Yeah. Freddie. Freddie Wadsworth. You in 15 years would wow. have to dig you up to see you. <laughs> Those are, I mean, those are, yeah, this guy, he's going to haunt my dreams tonight. That guy, like that guy was called out already in like Jane Sound and Bob Strike Back. Like, they're like, he's a goat fucker. Like, he's not one of us. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I guess I was hoping people didn't actually do it, but people what? are Bestiality? You don't think people actually do well, it? No, I mean, a goat of all things. Well, yeah, it's the easiest to reach. 
You can't do a horse. You'd have to get up on a step stool. Cow, same thing. You got to think about. Never mind. Something that doesn't <laughs> kick back that. and like knock uh, in the next week. I mean, never, you know, there's there's nothing back. nothing good that come out of this this part there. So. I'm drunk too, bitches. <laughs> Steve, you're sober as a bird, buddy. There, there was always that scene in Bachelor Party, right, with the donkey who was dancing, right, and he, he, he sniffed all those drugs and then went ape shit. Oh yeah, but that was a that was about sure. it. Kinky Kelly was a donkey. No, wasn't Kinky Kelly? Yes, Kinky, Kinky Kelly yep. was a donkey. Yes, yep, that was a donkey show. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm Kelly. Well, there is only one thing that can follow that Steve segment. Uh, Wrapping Steve up the show. Segment, and that is Thanksgiving is this week, and we all oh, are thankful. This shit again. What do you mean the shit? And, what? You know what? No, yeah, <laughs> now you get to leave. What are you thankful for this year, Stephen? Uh, 13 game winning streak, competent goaltending. How about now? I'll switch it up to competent goaltending. Competent goaltending. Nick, what do you? And you guys too, I think. Uh, Am I supposed to say that? I think so. Sure. Uh, I guess I'm thankful for uh, friends and family. It's Thanksgiving. Fuck that. You know. (laughs) Uh, If this comes to hockey, um, (laughs) Ilya Sorokin for keeping us in the games. Um, that we shouldn't be in right now. And uh, third period comebacks. Third period. That's a good one. Third period comeback. That's good. Cool, yeah. Kind of love oh. those. Billy's going to make you go next so that he can make us all look bad by saying he's thankful for us. Oh, yeah. He's going he's gonna to go with something really fucking deep. I am thankful for, for road rage because oh. uh, <laughs> this – this past weekend, I I I catfished this motherfucker into such bad road rage that I made him get off of the wrong fucking exit. It was it was a thing of beauty. I, I fucking what? Loved it. He was so pissed off at me, wanted to kill me so bad that I put my right turn signal on at exit one thirty six, and and he was ahead of me and went up the ramp. And at the last second, once he had committed, I went back on the parkway because I don't get off of exit one thirty six. <laughs> So that motherfucker took a tour through downtown Cranford. Hey, man, if, you, if you're the guy who was driving that Dodge Ram, anybody who drives a Dodge, you know, I, I know you're just driving because you got a small dick anyway. I know because I drove a Charger for seven fucking years. Dude, if you were the one who I suckered into going up that exit ramp when that was not your exit, I, I had I had such a good fucking laugh when I pointed at you and laughed. I, I had the best fucking day uh, of road rage ever. So uh, that's what I'm thankful for. Stupid motherfuckers on the highway. What did you so, do, what about you, Tom? gentlemen? Yeah, was what that... did you do to piss him off initially? What did I do? No, it was nothing that I did. No, I was just wasn't in the left lane. Did. I was in the left lane. I saw this fucker p- driving really super aggressive all the way in the right lane, like four lanes over on the parkway. And I said, oh, Jesus, this guy's a problem. So he hits traffic on the, in his right lane, obviously. He comes over and I don't leave him any room in the left lane. And I knew he was going to do it. He cuts me off in the left lane, which I knew was going to happen. I'm not really pissed, but I just gave him the horn and the, and the middle finger anyway, just because it's fun. And I just see who, who reacts to it. And sure enough, this guy lost his shit and wanted to fucking kill me. So, so I'm behind him and, and he, he actually spit at my car which is only the third time ever in my life that somebody spit at my car um, in like 
30 fucking years driving like happens once a decade it was a beautiful thing uh so he spits at my car and then uh and then he's like uh acting like he's he wants me to pass him i'm like oh it's stupid i know what you're doing dude you're gonna you're gonna tell me that, that you know you're gonna wave me past you and then you're gonna fucking cut me off or try to run me into the wall whatever the fuck so so i just stayed behind him and i and i calculatedly put my right turn signal line like i was gonna exit and so he exited because he wanted to kick my ass or whatever and i pulled back on the highway and i waved goodbye and i laughed at him it was it was a, oh it was so it was so great so no he was the one acting like a jackass and and uh and i and he was just pissed off at me for calling him out on it so great thing tom what are you thankful wow. for <laughs> wow. i am uh thankful for igor shesterkin's 5.5 million dollar a year contract that's what I'm thankful for right now. <clears throat> and you and all you all right. is he sharing it with you? No, no, because if it was any more than that, we would not be able to afford anybody else on this team because he's going to make a lot of money eventually. <clears throat> I guess the Islanders won in overtime. Oh, yeah. Tom, uh, Nick just put his arms up and is like, I'm a minute behind, so I'm just going to watch this overtime. Hmm. I, got, I got like 312 left in overtime. <laughs> what Obviously are you talking about? Second about Bill, it says period two, Bill. <laughs> 18 shoots. Oh, he scores. Come back, kids. New York Islanders. Come back, kid. <clears throat> Third period comeback. Ilya Sorokin. Both factors in this game. Also, bah. in fact, I'll I'll share next next week. Cal Clarebuck becomes the all-time hits leader in tonight's game. A stat that's only been only been tracked for that a thing? since since 2005, 2006. So it's not like we haven't been tracking this stat for you know the entirety of hockey, only the last 15, 16 years. But he he passed Dustin Brown on the leader lead on the all time list, and so Dustin Brown's not the he's no longer you know he's retired, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still alive. It's not like he's no <laughs> Matt, longer with us. He's Matt, still alive. Matt, Matt Martin is is now the third is now in third place. He could he'll eventually pass uh, Dustin Brown as well, and then you know who's the next guy after him? Casey Sezikis. Everybody Alexander Ovechkin. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he wants uh, to go. It was it was like three hundred something behind these two, so he's not going to catch them. But anyway, it's like wild. You're like, holy shit, Alexander Ovechkin's that many? But you know, it's again, it's a newer stat. They haven't been. They've been uh, fuck it. There'd be a billion hits in everything in the '60s, '70s. All I do is hit people. So, Gordy Howe did that. He probably would because he played for fucking forever and hit everything like a <laughs> maniac. He, he fucking hit everything. So, all right, that's gonna do it for us this evening. <clears throat> uh, don't forget to follow us on uh, on Twitter at friends underscore rivals, Facebook, YouTube, friends and rivals podcast. Go on there, click comment and share. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will read them on the air if you want us to. Um, turn on notifications for our podcast so you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals podcast. And before we get to Billy, just for all of our listener. We want to wish you a happy and healthy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy, and happy Thanksgiving, Pete. Thanks. Thanks very much. <laughs> we really appreciate your support and your text messages to Bill. Hey, <laughs> Pass the stuffing. <laughs> <laughs>